welcome to ACS Synthetic Biology's podcast for May 2013. I'm Ranjini Prithviraj, Managing Editor of the journal. This month's podcast will highlight articles published in the latest issue of ACS Synthetic Biology. Join us every month to hear from the authors themselves and to learn more about the rapidly growing field of synthetic and systems biology. The current issue of ACS Synthetic Biology is a special issue that features eight research papers based on work presented at the 2012 International Workshop on Biodesign Automation, or IWBDA. We also have two new viewpoints this month, one discussing the impact of synthetic biology from the perspective of a high school student, and a second from Gen 9, whose biofab technology was recently ranked number one in the scientists' top 10 innovations of 2012. We are now joined by the three guest editors of this issue, Leonidas Bleris, Assistant Professor in the Bioengineering and Electrical Engineering Departments and Center for Systems Biology at the University of Texas in Dallas, Natasha Miskov-Zivanov, Research Associate in the Computational and Systems Biology Department at the University of Pittsburgh and Adjunct Faculty in the Department of Electrical and Computer Engineering at the Carnegie Mellon University, and Chris Myers, Professor of Electrical and Computer Engineering and Adjunct Professor of Computer Science and Bioengineering at the University of Utah. Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for being here with us. Hello. Hello. Hi. To start, could you tell our listeners a little bit about the IWBDA and its history, how it came about, and its goals? Yes, this is Chris Myers, and... The IWBDA was originally held in 2009 in collaboration with the Design Automation Conference. It was organized by Doug Densmore, who's now with Boston University, Mark Riddell from the University of Minnesota, and Soha Hassun from Tufts. And they were coming to the realization that more and more researchers in the design automation community were interested in systems and synthetic biology and we wanted to try to get people in the design animation community together with people in the biology community. And this was quite successful, and, and as a result, we've held now four IWBDA workshops. And with the next one coming this summer in July, actually it's moving venues from being held at the Design Automation Conference to the Synthetic Biology 6.0 conference to be held in London with the idea that we've been interfacing well with the design automation community now, we'd like to make sure that we're connecting also with some of our end users from synthetic biology. And how has the IWBDA helped foster research collaborations between the design automation and the biology communities? I've been working in this area for a little over 10 years now and realizing more and more how there are a lot of parallels between what are the important problems in systems and synthetic biology and design automation, namely dealing with large complex systems, which is something we in the design automation community are well equipped to do and have been doing for some time to allow us to design ever more complex integrated circuits each year, in particular developing things like standards for exchange of models, efficient analysis techniques, and good abstractions. And IWBDA has been great in bringing together researchers from the design automation community with their various expertise with biologists and people working in the system synthetic biology community. The current issue based on the 2012 IWBDA features eight research papers. Could you tell us a little bit about them? 
My name is Natasha Miskozivanov. I can tell you more about the papers. So yes, there are eight papers in this issue, and they are based on presentations at uh, last year, 2012, IWBDA. So this issue spans a wide range of topics in synthetic biology design automation, as well as topics that show interactions between systems and synthetic biology together with design automation. So I think to follow up on discussions regarding collaboration, if we look at the authors of these papers, we really see a mix of engineers coming from EDA field and scientists working in biology. And to just go briefly through these papers, one of the papers, for example, analyzes the robustness of metabolic networks for photosynthetic processing. And the main goal is to propose a pipeline for model-based in silico design, which uses some of the optimization approaches. Then we have a paper that is more on the experimental side that introduces experimental platform for verification of reverse-engineered networks. And uh, if network is stably integrated in cells, mammalian cells, and if topology is experimentally confirmed, it can actually serve as basis for validating specific aspects of reverse engineering. Then we have four papers that focus on the recent developments of genetic design automation tools, which are shortly called GDA tools. We have a paper that proposes design methodology for constructing sequences for libraries, protein coding genes. We have a paper that introduces S-BROM GDA tool. It's a novel software tool that can be used to construct genetic circuits for modular components. And then a paper that presents AutoBioCAD tool, which can be used to design complete genetic regulatory circuits. There is a paper that describes new features in iBioSync tool for modeling the dynamic behavior. Now we have not only cells, but cellular populations, actually, that include new genetic regulatory circuits. And there are two other papers that one of them is um, showing how we can do in vitro a form of synthetic biology using DNA strand displacement for specific signal processing tasks that implement, for example, different types of filters and fast Fourier transform. And finally, the eighth paper describes a new language, PARPAR, which can be used for automating laboratory work using robots to construct synthetic biological circuits. So these papers really represent an exciting snapshot of this emerging field of biodesign automation, and uh, they present the results of collaboration between biologists and design automation engineers. Wow, that sounds really interesting. Now, IWBDA 2013 is scheduled to be held on July 12th and 13th, immediately following SP 6.0. What do we have to look forward to at this meeting? So my name is Leo Bleris. I'm at the University of Texas at uh, Dallas, and I've been involved with the IWBDA for the past three years. As you mentioned, the meeting this year is collocated with SP6. So we discussed about the location and decided that it's a great opportunity to introduce ourselves and the design automation synthetic biology community to a larger audience and the end user, as Chris mentioned before. So I think that cross-fertilization of expertise would be one thing that we will look forward to. So people that deal with uh, design automation problems, uh, looking at uh, core synthetic biology problems and then forming new collaborations. Now, in terms of of actual presentations, we have a lineup of excellent researchers 
We have Jeff Hasty from UCSD who is leading the developments in experimental synthetic biology research for the past decade. There are several seminal papers coming from his lab. We have two groups that are going to talk about software tools. So Alfonso Zaramillo from uh, the Institute of Systems and Synthetic Biology in France will discuss about autobiocad. And Howard Salis from Penn State is going to present the Novo DNA, which is another software tool that can be used to make predictions and improve the performance of genetic systems. In addition to that, we have a talk by Richard Kidney. So he's a co-director of the Center for Systems and Synthetic Biology at the Imperial College. So he has a larger group there and he's dealing with a range of diverse problems on synthetic biology. And finally, Domitila Dalvecchio from MIT. And I believe she's going to talk about impedance effects, so issues related on connecting genetic networks. So overall, I think it's going to be an exciting meeting. We'll have plenary talks, but also invited talks and poster sessions. Awesome. I'm looking forward to this year's meeting. Thank you, everybody, for your time, and thanks again for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. To learn more about the authors of the manuscript in our current issue, please see the Introducing Our Authors section on the web. This month, we feature 11 young scientists, Claudio Angione, Chang Hao Bi, Lin Hyun, Hua Jiang, Taek Kang, Gregory Lynches, Dimitris Papamichel, Sean Paust, Guillermo Rodrigo, Jason Stevens, and Athanasius Sukalas. Read this section to get a young synthetic biologist's perspective on their research. That's it for this month's show. Join us again next month for more ACS synthetic biology highlights and interviews with our authors. To learn more about the journal, please visit us at www.acssyntheticbiology.org. Thank you all for listening. Until next time, goodbye.